Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. So let me hear you. Good and loud. All right, Gary. All one. All two. All three. Hey. We are to Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whatever time of day it is as you're listening to this. It is the Behind the Rails podcast for Purdue football. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com, and with me is legendary Purdue running back, Corey Sheets, and Corey has done some damage to our opponent this weekend, the Northwestern Wildcats. So, Corey, what do you remember about playing Northwestern? I always loved playing Northwestern. Uh, it was always a good game. I knew we was going to run the ball. They also had a guy on their team that was was a nice running back, so it was always quite the uh, the fun battle between us two. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at it here. Looks like you uh, went two and two against them. Lost to him as a freshman and senior, but got him as a sophomore and junior. So had some success against him and. Uh, not sure of their stats. I'd have to bring those up later on, but it's, it, it's always interesting to play Northwestern because they're one of the closest teams to us. It's an easy road trip for the fans, and obviously this year it gets to be a little bit more special because we are playing this one at Wrigley Field, your favorite place to play football games on baseball stadiums, as we discussed the other night. Yes, um, I am not a fan at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the players are they're going to be happy that they're playing in a Wrigley Field just to be a change of venue or to be something special. But uh, the fact that it's going to be on a baseball field, even though they might have converted some of that area, is still not going to be the same. They'll be able to tell the difference. <laughs> I think the toughest thing, honestly, is just how cramped it's going to be because even um, even with the new renovations and everything, I've seen the pictures and there is not a lot of room outside that east end zone. Uh, You're going to be careful. I know they put some padding up over the brick wall there, but it's still a brick wall behind the padding, and (laughs) it's not going to give. That's that's crazy. It's it's just going to be like an outdoor arena football field. (laughs) (laughs) At least the weather looks like it's going to be dry, but still, late November in Chicago is going to be cold. Uh, I think it's about 45 degrees is high that day. Fortunately, no rain, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, hey, if you ever wanted to pick a place to play outside in November, <laughs> Chicago is <laughs> number one. <laughs> now, did you ever – when you were in the NFL, did you ever get to go to Green Bay and be up there for a game in uh, late season or no? Oh, man. I, I hate that you asked about Green Bay. But, uh <laughs> Uh, it wasn't 
it wasn't late that I went up there. It was uh, actually uh, the third preseason game. And I, ne- I never played again after that. <laughs> oh, was that when you were with Oakland? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I, I remember reading about that. You got the big deal with Oakland after your uh, Canadian success up there. And then I heard you got hurt. And ugh, that sucks, man. I'm sorry. I got the big what? The Your Canadian success. And you got the contract to come no, back to the league. I got a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I thought you got a big deal, man. I thought I thought Oakland paid you. Well, what? $30,000 ain't no money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was wrong, man. I, I thought you had like a year contract or something, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I did. I had a, I had a year contract, but they gave me 30000 up front, which they held that for like five months. <laughs> oh, damn. I, I didn't get that till. I don't remember when I got that. It wasn't. I had to put, get a rush for it because I had to complain to him like, "Hey, y'all got me in California, and I haven't been paid in ten months." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I made a few dollars up in Canada, but you still need nah. to get paid for your services, son. <laughs> Not even that. The bills just don't stop coming. Just, <laughs> just cause. Oh yeah. The they got bigger because I was I was taking care of two households. I was on the, the West Coast and down south. <laughs> you got to pay them bills. <laughs> right. So, and that was a rush, but yeah. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff. So we will be right back after this ad. Basketball season is just around the corner here, and your Boilermakers are rated in the top 10 headed into the new season. It's going to be a great year in Mackey Arena. And if you would like to put a little bit of money down to see if Purdue can make it to New Orleans, head on over to Bet Online. That's right, our Believe podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. And we remain the number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV50, that's BLEAV50, to receive your bonus. So like I said, if you think Purdue's going to make it to New Orleans, want to put your money where your mouth is, head on over to Bet Online, the best in sports betting. Oh, wait a minute. I just Googled the football field as far as Wrigley Field. That's horrible. <laughs> so we can't hey, – Corey and I got the video going here. I know you guys can't see it on the podcast, but Corey's reaction there when he saw the field and the way they crammed it into Wrigley Field, he's like, oh, my goodness. Now, are you looking at the one from this year or are you looking at the one from 2010 when they played Illinois? Because that was even tighter. Um, I just Googled Wrigley Field. Football, and then the first picture that popped up, it looks pretty you new. Know? Uh, yeah, like, okay, that's, no, okay, that's probably no, this no, year then. No, it's two. It says it's 2018. This was a picture. Okay, okay, but yeah, they've they've got more room this year, but it's still going to be tight, and uh, that's going to be a factor. I mean, how much do you think that can take away from the passing game if you you're going to be questioning throwing fade routes because you don't want a guy to run into a damn wall? I mean. Uh, it depends on how far them fade routes are. And generally speaking, you want to catch the, the fade, not necessarily in the deep back corner, but right up front and get out of bounds real fast. Right, right. So, I mean, 
the only thing I could think of is, is we've seen the success Purdue's had on that, and I'm thinking of what one that uh, Brock Thompson had against Michigan State, where he catches it going out of the corner of the end zone, mm-hmm. and it took him a good 15, 20 feet to slow down. There ain't 15, 20 <laughs> feet to slow down there. That's going to be a dangerous play. No, no, it is not. I don't know. I just gave you that one. I can do the up-to-date picture. Let me see. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's going to be hard to stop if you're running too fast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why you need to score with plenty of room to slow down, you know. If, if I'm not mistaken, is the goalpost like part of a wall? That was the 2010 game. They put it on the right field wall. They've got more room now, so they've got it like the traditional goalposts, like however, like, so like what, two yards, the base of it's behind okay, okay, the I'll end zone. That. Yeah, you talk about playing in Canada. You guys had to play with the goalpost in the middle of the damn field. I don't see how you could do that. And every week, somebody hit that mark. <laughs> 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 so don't don't get it twisted. It wasn't like <laughs> it, it wasn't no hazard. Honestly, we had plays directed to running your opponent into it. So <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, uh, I I can't even imagine. That's crazy. I remember. I remember <laughs> one time we had a running play, and the running play was it was the way the ball was. It was literally like the ball, and then if you take your foot and go diagonal to like two o'clock, and then go up to twelve, mm-hmm. you would touch the goalpost. Oh goodness! <laughs> and then the way Canada, the way Canadian football is. The defensive line has to be one yard off the ball. So they're behind the goalposts. <laughs> if, if, if you ever was to Google that play, I literally skip into the end zone. At, at like, not even on no, I run. I literally, it's kind of like a dance. Like I'm, I'm hopping back and forth. I didn't run. I didn't like, it was so open. <laughs> <laughs> you literally could have walked through it. Not even no joke. Well, thank you. It's nice to know that I can score up in Canada. That's awesome. If the ball's in the right position, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but let's start to take a look at the Northwestern Wildcats. And uh, in short, they have not been good this year. They come into the game at 3-7. and seven. They have won only one game against Big Ten competition. That was a 21-7 win against Rutgers about a month ago. I don't know you was going to say Rutgers. their only other wins are against Ohio uh, out of the Mac and against FCS Indiana State Mm. Uh, they've just not done well at all Um, they're coming off a 35-7 loss to Wisconsin they've had a 56-7 loss to Nebraska they were the first team this season to get smoked by Michigan State and Kenneth Walker III gave up four touchdowns to him and this is a team that was the is the defending champion in the West Division. It's not been working out for them. It is a bad Northwestern year. On paper, this looks like a game where Purdue should win, and that's probably why they have us as a 12-point favorite. Yes, absolutely. The more you talk, the more I wonder why we're talking about these guys. Are they still predominantly a run team like they was back when I played? Uh, they have actually struggled a bit, um, pretty much all, all over on offense. Uh, they're playing two quarterbacks right now. 
They've actually played three quarterbacks for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Eighteen hundred yard passing yards on the season. It's uh, again not great. Split between those three quarterbacks. Ooh, Officially, the uh, looks like the tenth best passing game in the Big Ten. So you're looking slightly worse than Iowa, and we know what Purdue did to Iowa mm-hmm. uh, on against the run. They're not doing great. <laughs> hey, we might have a hundred yard rusher. <laughs> they are the worst run defense in the Big Ten, and that is by a wide margin, giving up 229 yards per game. Next closest team to them is Maryland at 157. Mm. <laughs> yes, Orva, time for you to get your 100-yard game. Your back steps yes. to the start and roll again. Let's go. Uh, Let's go, big fella. <laughs> Let's go, big fella. <laughs> I know Purdue has gotten it done uh, on the ground this year, or has gotten it done mostly through the air this year, but if you're going to get it going on the ground, this is the game to get it going on the ground. <laughs> it might be a field day for everyone. Bell's gonna, of course, Bell's going to have a great day. I'm sure O'Connor will have a great day just because Bell will have a great day. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to open up the run to kill some clock. So we might we might get get a hundred yard rush. I'm, hey, <laughs> I'm kind of excited. Uh, in terms of scoring, this is the worst offense in the conference. Mm. They are at seventeen point one points per game, and they're giving up twenty seven a game. So that is the twelfth best defense in the conference too. So I think a lot of their struggles defensively, because that was supposed to be the strength of their team coming in the year. But a lot of their struggles defensively is the offense is just doing nothing most games. <laughs> gotcha. We scored 31 against Ohio State. We might score 50. Uh, it is entirely possible. Um, the, that's the encouraging thing going forward here is Purdue gave up 59 points to Ohio State. They may not give up 59 points the, uh, the rest of the season as bad as Indiana and Northwestern's offenses have been. This, this is a team that they have scored in their last four games, 7, 14, 12, and 7. <laughs> yeah, they they might not score 14 against us. They might, yeah, they might not score 14 against us. I just don't see our defense bending to who. It is definitely a game for Purdue's defense to get back on track after last week. And I think how important is that going into you got the bucket game, the big rivalry. Indiana has the bucket right now, so you want to get it back. How big is getting that defense back on track, giving them a week to do so before the bucket game? I mean, if I'm in that locker room as a player or a coach, we're not worried about Ohio State game. That was a game that we played well in. We were supposed to lose. We might not want to lose as big as we did, but that's something we can hang our hat on as far as we, we ran with those guys. On to the next. This is Northwestern. They're literally the exact opposite of what we just faced <laughs> last week. So if anybody you wanted to play would be the exact opposite of the guys that just kicked you behind. Right. <laughs> so. If I'm a player, I'm looking to do some uh, some, some butt whooping of my own. If I'm in the second damn, I'm hoping to get a couple of picks. I know that defensive line is licking their chops because they're looking to get more sacks because they've been quiet the past few weeks. The three Northwestern quarterbacks, it seems like they've almost split even amount of time. 
Each of them has been sacked seven times. Um, they are not rushers by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> uh, the, the leading rusher that, of the three quarterbacks is Andrew Marty, who has 102 yards on 36 attempts, but seven of those are sacks. Honestly, uh, this thing ain't in. I'm looking at the list. You said Andrew Marty. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five. I'm like, wait, this can't be in order. <laughs> I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping this is not in order to death chart. <laughs> well, they last week they split time between Marty and Ryan Helinski. Neither did it particularly well. They also have on the roster Hunter Johnson. He's a you know he's a local kid to Indy. He's from Brownsburg. He's actually a former five star recruit that started his career at Clemson, but has not gone anywhere near what he is expected because he, after transferring to Northwestern, he's never really seized the job. I mean, he went to Clemson and it was some actual talent there. So he wasn't right. to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Got a pot of it. <laughs> this is not a great passing team. Um, 1,800 yards, like I said, between the three quarterbacks. I mean, that's a good three weeks for three or four weeks for O'Connell. <laughs> right. And the way he's been playing, this just lights out. Even against Ohio State, he looked good. It just, it just wasn't too much going on. Uh, looking at their running situation, they do have a pretty good running back, Evan Hull. He has uh, 812 yards and five touchdowns on the season, averaging almost six yards a carry. So I mean, he, he seems to be the one guy that consistently moves the ball for them. He, he's going to have a long day this week. Yeah, that almost five yards of carry is definitely going to get cut in half. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, he is averaging five. He's averaging five, 5.8. The team is averaging 4.9. Okay. That's definitely going to get cut in half. That's almost six yards of carry. That's actually pretty damn good. Especially yeah, I for, mean. For a team that's struggling the way they are. Uh, he's done uh, He's done really, really well. Um, I'm looking at him. He is ninth in the conference in rushing. So, and that's your average per game. If you're looking at total uh, total yards, he is eighth in the conference. So he's, he's got some talent, but they got to do a whole hell of a lot more <laughs> around him, honestly. Yeah, he's and this week ain't going to be no different. He's going to need a lot of help. Their passing game is not going to be – that's going to be non-existent. So I'm pretty, what's crazy, he's going to get taken out of the game pretty fast just because I believe our offense is going to score – often and fast, and therefore they won't be running the ball. So Mr. Hall won't have a long day. He'll just be out there blocking. <laughs> I hope he'll catch a couple of screens, but I expect him to get taken out of the game shoot early second quarter. I mean, that, that's what you want to do in this game. I feel like this is a game where Purdue just needs to go out and take care of business. Um, I know I've got the basketball game against Wright State going on in the background here, and Purdue's currently leading that 58-24. It's, it's a game where they're just not effing around, really. <laughs> and that's what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> this might be a week of Purdue having no ass whoopers. Like, Saturday's a big day because that's the first real test for the basketball team. They're going to be playing North Carolina that day. So it's going to be a good doubleheader for our fans. So this is a great warm-up game for that. <laughs> so what was the score again? <laughs> Uh, right now, the basketball team is leading 61-24. Hmm. And that's with 16 minutes to go in the second half. So it's not like the game's almost over. <laughs> I mean, when, you, when we first got on and you told me it was, what, 59-17? to 17? 
It was 51 17 at halftime. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I had to actually, was you watching a football game or basketball? Check again. <laughs> hmm. Oh, my. So, bright spots for Purdue this week. Um, bright spots. Um, I want to see the running game get going. I know we say that every week, but um, this might be the week. This got to be the week. Um, <laughs> we. I don't think we've had anywhere close to a hundred yards rusher since Doru against Minnesota, and that was almost out of necessity because of the weather conditions. But you know, this is a team you get a lead and you put them away. That's. I, I just don't want to see this be a close game. It, it's time for us to just put a team away, really, and not leave a lot of doubt in the second half. And that's that's kind of what I want to see here. I want to see the secondary hold their passing game in check. This is not a good passing team in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and then our own pass offense, just keep rolling, man. They Even last week, they're rolling down the field. They're getting 350, 400 yards a game. It's going to be hard for Northwestern to keep up if that happens. I mean, if we could ever just put together a run game, whoo, we we might have been able to hang with, with with Ohio State, just if it was just an actual run. I, I ain't even gonna say actual run game. If it was an actual run threat, because mm-hmm. at the moment that's it's not even a threat. Like you see those guys back there, like all right, the room's going up the middle. Horvath might get get a, a screen. <laughs> uh, what's the other guy's name? I don't even like. Uh, oh, Dylan Downing. He hasn't. He hasn't played in a couple of weeks. No, 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 no not, not the, the new guy. The new guy, thirty-three. Oh, Anthrop. Yeah, he's Anthrop. Uh, he's he's primarily receiver. They just moved him back there out of necessity. That's it, right. Yeah, he, he he's going to be doing all the passing schemes. They might get hand him the ball every now and again, but it's more of a situational type of guy. So your heads up is you, you see thirty-three heads up. All right, something coming. Watch him. He he might be getting the ball. <laughs> That's not a threat. It's, it's oh, he's getting the ball. And we hey, I, I need help. I need help. Get over here. Get over here. That's a threat. <laughs> so we might have one this week. Now you talk about explosiveness here, and uh, this is going to be this is going to be a depressing stat. Oh, Purdue God. has not had a running play of more than fifty yards since two thousand eighteen. <laughs> That's that what three years. Yeah, that was a 76-yard touchdown run by Rondale Moore in the first game of the season in 2018. Right, right. It probably came from a damn receiver on an end around or something. <laughs> but it was against Northwestern, at least. So, there you go. That's encouraging. I mean, they ain't never had no good run defense. Even back when I was playing, I always licked my chops whenever we played them. I could never understand why we threw the ball so much. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And I think – I think it's going to be fascinating to see how the crowd is too, because this is technically a Northwestern's home game, but even in good years, Northwestern doesn't sell a lot of tickets to their games. And you've got how close Purdue is to Wrigley field. You have the huge alumni base in Chicago. Mm. I think this almost may feel like a home game for Purdue. If I'm going to be honest, I was just about to say the way the season has been rolling for Purdue. We've been traveling pretty well. I, I, I there was a lot of few, a lot of people in Ohio State game. I did see that. Yes. So, <laughs> man, this might be one of those uh, home away games. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think there's probably a lot of people like me doing the 
oh, this is a real special treat to go up there and see them play in a venue they don't normally play in. So I mean, why not? Like a Chicago dog. So <laughs> at Wrigley Field, who, you can't beat that. <laughs> got to get that Budweiser, man. I, I got to. You can go for the hot dog and beer alone. <laughs> right. My grandfather was a diehard Cubs fan and took me to my first game at Wrigley Field. Passed away in 1991, and every game that I've been there since I was of age, I have had to get a Budweiser and just kind of quietly sip it like I'm sitting with him in a game. So, <laughs> and say so every time I landed in Chicago and drove back home, I had to stop and get a hot dog. So, <laughs> I don't know, just something about Chicago dogs and for you, beer and you know, the popcorn. Oh, yeah, the popcorn, popcorn at Wrigley's pretty good too. Oh, so they're in for a treat. Hey, Purdue guys, get up there and make this a home game. You're in for a treat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're going to go up there and stomp the home team, <laughs> get you a good dog, good beer. What's the tickets like? Uh, they're not as expensive as I thought. They're about $55 or so right now. $56 on StubHub. They're the cheapest ones. Oh, that's easy. Everywhere's going to feel like the 50-yard line. And when you're at Wrigley, sometimes if you're in the upper deck, it's even better because you can see things a little more clearly due to the sloping and everything. Uh, it if it's cold and there's weather or whatnot, you need a you need a mountain guide to get some up and down some of those steps that are steep as they are. But <laughs> right, what is the uh, what is the forecast? Uh, I believe it's supposed to be about 45 and dry as of right now. So thank God for that because it gets cold up there if that wind's coming in off the lake. You said 45 where I was sitting. I was, ooh, that's cold. <laughs> well, you're in Tampa, man. <laughs> you said 45. Ooh, that's almost freezing. <laughs> it will hopefully be better weather than the bucket game two years ago at Purdue where it was about 40 degrees and raining, and mm. it was just absolutely miserable. And Purdue lost in double overtime, so we even had to sit there longer to watch them lose. Oh, I, remember, oh, I remember one game we had. Who was it? That was it. it was uh, Illinois. It was oh, I remember that game. Cold and wet. Yes, I, I went to that care game. If we won or lost that, it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. We was kicking their butt. I like. I, I just wanted to get like get back on the bus. I I did not want to play that game. <laughs> oh, I did. I remember that, that game. Oh, that was that was one of, that was a brutally cold game. I remember it very well now. <laughs> that, that was one of them games like you walked out. It was like, why the hell y'all want us to play? This ain't unsafe for us. <laughs> Are y'all sure y'all want us to play in this? <laughs> we can't we can't horse play in the, in the locker room, but we could go play in this ice ice field. Gotcha. <laughs> it, it is it is wet. <laughs> that don't even make sense. It's frozen and wet, like. <laughs> All right, man. So about to wrap this up. What's your call for this week? What's your prediction? Big numbers. We're gonna we're gonna score fifty five plus. Oh, fifty five plus. I like yes. that. Especially since they're gonna be doing the hand operated scoreboard up there. You gotta get those guys a workout. Yes, we're gonna give them plenty of workout. They're gonna get all their steps in this week. Dovru gonna have two touchdowns. Calling it. All right. I like that. I call like that. Vegas. I call Vegas. Put money on that. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a game where Purdue gets up big and they kind of put it on cruise control. I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go like 49 No, they're they not cruise controlling. They can't. They just got <laughs> stomped on last week. 
You can't go cruise control after you just got beat up. Nah, you got to beat the next person up. Make them feel like what you just felt last week. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. I like it. Plus, we got to get IU something to look at. Oh, yeah. That, I just want two beatings in a row to finish the season. Get to 8-4, and four, win comfortably these last two games, and that'll be that'll be nice going into a bowl game. I'm about to say, I need three counting the bowl game. I can't, you can't go to the bowl game. And just, yeah, just, we'll talk about that later. But anyway... <laughs> Big stomping by Purdue. We yes. have a bowl game to talk about, guaranteed. Yes, we talked about that. We talked about that. So, uh, <laughs> Northwestern, get off the tracks when the train's coming through. I like. <laughs> All righty. So, with that in mind, uh, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast. Looking forward to going up to Wrigley Field this weekend. I have been looking forward to this game since the moment it was announced, and I will be there in the stands, hopefully warm with my family. Um, we'll take blankets if we need to. Hope you guys enjoy it if you get to go. So for myself, Travis Miller, and for Corey, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast, and Boiler Up. BTFU. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by... Bet Online. Please visit our sponsor, Bet Online, for the best in college sports odds. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.